Hello, hello. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good. So, um, I walked in this morning, and Jeff was up here practicing, and uh, he said, uh-oh, Eric's got his jacket on. <laughs> and so, many of you know, whenever I wear my jacket, <coughs> it means I'm going to speak. You can leave now uh, if you'd like. But <laughs> I'm going to do something. And um, uh, I was inspired by a Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think we've all probably seen that. In that uh, special, Linus, if you know about Linus, he has a security blanket carries everywhere with him. Well, there's a part in uh, that show where he stands up in front of everybody and he begins to tell what Christmas is really about. He speaks from Luke. And you may not uh, have ever noticed this, I did not, but while he's speaking, he drops his blanket. There's no other time that I, that I was able to find that he lets that blanket go. Because that blanket is his security blanket. But he was able to drop it there because he had Jesus. And so, I am going to try to do the same thing and drop my security blanket today, which is my jacket. And I wore, hopefully, a good shirt, but we'll see. I'm sweating, so. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. I, I also walked in. John comes up, gives me a hug, and says, what are you speaking on? I told him, 2 Corinthians 13.5. He said, don't mess it up. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. So, actually, uh, we'll, we'll start out. Um, we are going to be speaking out of, or, or getting into 2 Corinthians 13.5 today. I will read that. We're going to be coming back to it a few times today. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. So, the title of, of my message is Year-End Review. And I thought it would be a good idea, since it's the end of the year, to take a look and say, this is how our year's gone. This is, uh, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is either we've had a good year or we've had a bad year. So we're going to get into that. I do want to say, because it is the end of the year, that I'm glad that when I came to church this morning that it actually was Sunday because I've taken a few days off of work and I don't know about anybody else, but I can never tell what day of the week it is when it's around this time of year. I think I actually saw somebody put something on Facebook. It may have been Lydia put something on there that said, I cannot tell what day of the year it is or, or what day of the week it is, excuse me, around this time of year. 
So just kept driving by this place every day saying, if there's cars out there, it's Sunday, I better get in there. Okay, so I have a few jokes. You guys also know me. I couldn't put down this security blanket yet. I'm sorry. No. And I was, I was warned this morning to make sure my jokes are uh, clean. I think they are. Actually, I had to get rid of about six of them. No, just kidding. Okay, it's Christmas, around Christmas time. So, at the Christmas Eve service at a local church, the pastor, quizzing some of the kids about the nativity, asked, what gifts did the three wise men give the Christ child? Gold, one child yelled. Frankincense, shouted another. And after a short pause, a third said, gift cards? <laughs> Raise your hand if you either gave or got gift cards this year. We've got some, yes. Okay, now, since it's the end of year, and usually when we get to the end of the year, we make these New Year's resolutions, and they have to do about kind of working out. So this is the New Age church work philosophy. And, and this is what we say nowadays. I work out religiously on Christmas and Easter. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad one. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to... I was talking to somebody... When we, were, uh, when we came in, and it's not only the end of the year, it's the end of the decade. That's 10 years. And when you stop to think about it, that's a long time. We only have so many 10 years, right, 10-year increments that we go through. But a lot has happened in the past decade. So I wanted, I picked five things that happened over the last decade and I want to go over them just so, you know, we, we know what's happened in this past decade. So, the first one uh, that I found was planking. This came around in 2011. Does everybody remember <laughs> planking? Do you remember that? Yes, see? Now, it was how long can you stay in this position? So I thought it would be a good idea if I do the entire message while I'm planking. And this is going to work as long as my message is only 18 seconds long. Because <laughs> that's about how long I can make it on a plank. Okay, next one. 2012. The end of the world. But we're here. You remember this, right? Actually, this was one of Mitchell's favorite movies. 2012. He watched it 2012, 2013, 2014. Actually, it came out in like 2009, and we made it past. But this movie was about the world ending because the Mayan calendar ended. So I said, if the rest of the world made decisions based on when I stopped updating my calendar, we'd be in big trouble. Next is the Ice Bucket Challenge. Do you guys remember this? In 2014. And Jason was kind enough to find a great gift for us there. That's Benedict Cumberbatch, I think. Uh, so everybody got water dumped on him. But this was actually for a good cause. It was for ALS, but you do this in the winter, you get pneumonia. Okay, next. 
This is still... What color is this dress? Here we go. Who? We already had somebody that thinks they know. There we go. Blue. Is it black and blue or is it white and gold? You, you guys remember this? Listen. Hey, we're going to have to separate. We want one team on this side, one team on this side. No, no joke. This dress tore families apart. It's like Hatfields and McCoys, okay? Uh, um, and I've got a question, and I know this is going to be, I'm going to get a lot of answers. Did we ever find out what color the dress really was? No. Blue. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> you better make sure you're on the right side of the church. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. So, that was in 2015. Now, 2017, the total solar eclipse. Do you guys remember this? Remember, don't look directly at the sun, but like a million people look directly at the sun because they just can't follow directions. And now they're, and then you see all these things on the internet. I can't see. I have a thing. Everybody said don't look at the sun, but they actually gave you uh, protective glasses. Do you remember that? And I actually, I brought a pair, and it's right here. This basically was the protective lens that you had to look. You had to look through a book to look at it. Do you remember that? Because otherwise, and you couldn't see anything anyway, except a little dot. So, all right. Uh, those were some things, five things that happened over the past decade. And next, um, I want to talk about, there's another kind of phenomenon that happened, and it's called memes, okay? And stay with me. We're going to come back to memes later on, and you'll see. But does anybody know about memes? They came around, okay? So first off, most of us spent the whole first part of the decade trying to figure out how to pronounce meme. When it first came out, it was like meme, mame, meh, meh, uh, mom like a hundred different ways. No, it's actually meme. So, if any of you have ever heard any of my messages, you know that I love a few things. Jackets, we already covered that. But, definitions, surveys, and statistics. The good news is, I have no surveys and no statistics today, so you guys don't have to be bored with that, okay? But, I do have definitions, and I wanted to find meme, okay? So, I actually looked it up. A meme is an idea that is passed on from one human generation to another. It's the cultural equivalent of a gene, the basic element of biological inheritance. The term was coined, and now we're going way out of the decade, in 1976, one year before I was born, by Richard Dawkins in his book, The Selfish Gene. And this was as an attempt to explain the way cultural information spreads. Today, the word is sometimes used to describe ideas deemed to be of passing value. So passing some message along. So a meme is, an is actually an abbreviated form of the Greek word me meme, which means something imitated. So, in summary, an internet meme is an idea, most typically an image, that is imitated from an earlier idea or image and used to pass a message along. So, 
I found a few clean church memes, and so we have some pictures of those. So, this is one. It said, it was called, Jesus was here. So it's a water sign over the wine section. (laughs) This one is Catholic contestant. I'd like to buy 12 O's. And so I, I grew up in the Catholic Church, so I know this. Gloria. <laughs> and now that I sang, I'll never be asked to sing in front of anyone, but thank you. Now this one is, I apologize to all moms ahead of time. Uh, this could be dads, too. <laughs> okay, now, I, did, I don't have a picture of the next one, but one of the most famous memes out recently and probably, I would say, half of us know this, maybe, is one of an angry lady. And she's yelling, and she's pointing her finger, right? And so that's one side. What's on the other side of the image? The cat. The cool cat, right? Calm as can be. So, um, for instance, the women could be screaming, the woman could be screaming, church starts at 1040 a.m. And then on the cat, the other side responds, I think you mean worship starts at 10.40 (laughs) a.m. Okay, I'll scratch that one. We won't do that one anymore. Now, this meme has been imitated about a million times. I've seen um, every scenario, honestly. Politics, religion, sports, hunting, homework, movies. So, now that we cleared up the past decade, memes and all that worthless stuff. Let's get into the verse here, okay? Um, As I mentioned, we're talking about the year-end review, and I want to break down the verse, okay? So, um, the verse was 2 Corinthians 13, 5, and uh, I'll read it again. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. So, this verse comes at the end of uh, Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. So, Paul tells us in this verse to examine ourselves. And it is this phrase of examine ourselves that is really driving the theme of my message today. Okay? Examine yourself. Examine yourself. I want us to keep that in our mind while we're going through this. Now, I don't know how much you know about Corinth, okay? I didn't know a whole lot about Corinth, but I think that understanding the social, religious, and economic situation of this city uh, can provide us some context for Paul's statement in this verse about examining ourselves, okay? So, Corinth was very wealthy. It was a shipping and trading port. It was basically a melting pot of cultures. It was a melting pot of religions, and it was a melting pot of many different nationalities. And by the time the Apostle Paul arrives, Corinth had the largest population in in Greece. And it had Greeks, Jews, Romans, Phoenicians, and Phrygians. And and those are just some of the the, um, nationalities that it had. It had more than that. And so Paul is speaking this verse in 2 Corinthians to a church comprised largely of Gentile and Greek members. 
as new members, so the, the folks in Corinth were new members of Christ, uh, although I would say around that time most everybody was a new member of Christ, okay? But they're, they're really new members of Christ. They carried the baggage of the pagan and cultural influences of not only their own backgrounds, okay, where, wherever they came from, whatever nationality they were, but also it was a melting pot, so they carried the baggage of the others living around them, right? Everything is coming in, all these different things. And so what was being glorified there was wisdom, ecstatic utterances, uh, eating meat offered to idols, promiscuity, prostitution. There's a lot of different things there. there uh, Aphrodite, uh, it, it was being worshipped around that time. Okay, so I got a question. Does that sound familiar to us? Do we know of any melting pot today, one where there's a lot of people carrying around a lot of what you might call baggage from cultural influences. A society where it can be a challenge to remain faithful to the teachings of Christ, the same way it was in Corinth. Because everything around the folks in that culture is saying the exact opposite of those teachings. Let me know if you can think of a culture that's like that. Okay? Paul starts out this verse by asking these, these folks, okay, folks that are very similar to us, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? So, our year-end review begins with this sobering question. Are you a Christian? Or perhaps, for the purpose of, of this message, how Christian were we this year? And what does that mean? I think we're going we're gonna to take a look at that and find out as we go on a little further. But I found a little blurb in a commentary while I was looking, while I was doing my research on this. And it's for the first part of the verse, the examine part. And it, it kind of gives an explanation of what this verse is asking of us, right? To examine yourself, in fact, is to submit to the examination and scrutiny of Jesus Christ the Lord. And this is never to fix attention on sin, but on Christ. And to ask him to reveal that in you which grieves his spirit. To ask him to give you grace that it might be put away and cleansed in his precious blood. Self-examination takes the chill away from your soul. It takes the hardness away from your heart. It takes the shadows away from your life. It sets the prisoner free. Excuse me. We'll come back to that a little later. Now, I think everybody knows this. I'm not uh, in ministry full-time. I work outside the church. I work for a tech company. I work in Vienna. A couple times a week I work from home, but um, so when I think of a year-end review, I fall back on what I know. What I know is, my, is an annual corporate end-of-year review, okay? So in light of this, uh, I kind of structured 
the, the main part of this message around what a year-end review might look like at work, and that was going to give us some steps. But before I did that, I thought it would be neat uh, to ask Melissa and the kids uh, to, do, to do a review. We sat down, we talked as a family, uh, we did a review. First thing I'll say is take some time, take some time before the end of the year and, and sit down with your family and just have a nice talk about how things are going with your kids. I mean, I know we probably all do that, but ask them. Ask them how, ask them how their year's gone. They'll be truthful. Uh, they'll tell you, I think. Were you guys truthful? <laughs> but sit down. I mean, it's good to have that discussion, okay? So we sat down and uh, talked about it, and um, they had some good answers. They had some ways. Uh, uh, they provide some ways that we can grow their Christian muscles this year. Okay, so here's some of their answers. Now, I asked them to grade themselves. I'm not going to say what those grades were. They were honest. They didn't give themselves very good grades, which is okay. I didn't give myself a good grade either. So, uh, But let's not focus on the grades. That will be the only time my kids ever hear me say that. Let's not focus on the grades. Let's just focus on the verses and then what we're going to do to make things better. Okay, no. But we'll just start with Melissa, who had some uh, verses that she thought of when we started looking up, like, what does it mean to examine yourself? What does it mean to review yourself? So Jeremiah 17.10 says, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. It's a good verse. It's a good verse when you're thinking about reviewing yourself. Next, Hebrews 11, 6. And without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And so that's important, right? We should earnestly seek God. We should, we should earnestly seek God every day, not just at the end of the year. Okay, so Lucas was next, and um, Lucas found Lamentations 3.40. And Lucas found out that I was going to use Lamentations as soon as he said it. I said, hey, I'm using that. He had the biggest smile on his face. I think he's like, I, I think I got an A for that one. But that is, let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. That's a good one. Um... And Lucas had some plans for growing this year. And so his plans were, trust your feelings with God. That's important, right? Opening up. We try to, we can fake people out, right? We can come in here and fake each other out. But you can't fake God out. And sometimes we try, you know. Oh, God, it's not that bad. Oh, don't worry. You got to be real with God, right? You got to be truthful with God. And we are living in a society, we talked about it earlier, where all the cultural influences and everything are pulling us away from God. It's okay to be real. And, and, and that's what Lucas said. Tell him your feelings. Awesome. Awesome answer. Savannah was uh, next, and she found Psalm 26 too. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. Test me, Lord, and try me. And so Savannah... What she want to do? She wants to try to reach out to more people. 
she loves helping people, you know? So that's what she wants to do this year. She wants to try to, she wants to, try to help others. That's a great goal. I hope as a church, uh, I hope as parents first and then as a church, I hope we can help her do that in the next year. I hope we can, we can find things for her to do, you know? I hope I can um, have her help others. Okay, Mitch was next. Um, he found Galatians 6.4. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. That's a good message in there. Don't compare yourself to somebody um, next to you. you. You don't know where they're at. You're, you're where you're at, you know? And, and God's there with you. And um, some people are doing, doing okay. Some people are, are not doing okay. It's the same thing that happens around Christmas time. Some people love it. Some people don't. Don't compare yourself to others. Just focus on God. Let him focus on you, okay? And Mitch said what he wants to do is pray more and read the Bible. And then I think he caught himself because I think he maybe thought I was writing this down and was going to hold him to it. He's like, whoa. It, actually, yeah, I just want to look at it. I just want to look at the Bible. And then he kind of went on and he's like, okay, a couple verses a month. Let's start there. And you know what? We all got to start somewhere. So uh, you're not comparing yourself to anybody else. You start right where God has you. Okay? If you need to start with looking at one verse every three months, that's where, that's where it is. Okay? You could start somewhere. So, those were my family's uh, reviews, and I think they're helpful for us. Um, back to the performance review. Um, I mentioned before, my plan was to frame this discussion in a performance review. So, I'm going to give you a basic bullet list of like how a performance review goes. You provide some type of written or verbal overview of your accomplishments for the previous year. This is like one of the most difficult things to do ever. I don't know if you've ever had to do this. You have to write good things about yourself. Is anybody good at that? I mean, it's hard to do that. You're like, am I being prideful with this? I did this. I'm awesome at this. Also, trying to write negative things about yourself, not easy either. I struggled in this. So, next is meet with your boss. Next, go over your evaluation. And then you go on, get better eventually. Do what you say. Build muscle, okay? You got to work at things if you want to build muscle. Um, so, and now, let me say this. Because I think when we think of re performance reviews sometimes, we like to beat ourselves up and think like, okay, you're talking about bad performance review. That's what, that's what your steps are. What do I do in a bad? I'm not saying that. No matter how good, bad, indifferent your review is, you're still going to go through the same general steps. Okay? And we want to keep in mind the purpose of the verse is we have examined ourselves and we've asked ourselves some questions. Okay, we've asked ourselves this main question, how Christian were we this year? Okay, and, and we already went into that explanation. What are we doing? Wow. What are we doing? Am I close to God? And, you know, do I even talk about God? Do I know God? So how to respond to a performance review. Number one, these are going to be the steps to follow. You've, 
you've taken a step back, you've gotten a performance review, you've reviewed yourself, okay? So we all sit down and say, this is how my year was, okay? How do we respond to that? Were we tough on ourselves? Were we easy on ourselves? Did we have a great year? First things first is wait before responding, okay? This is a trick that only took me like 30 years to figure out. I'm 40, so okay, it took me 42 years. Wait before responding. Don't respond quickly, okay, out of anything. Because I know when I respond quickly, not good. Typically that ends up being out of anger or, or something, right? So I'll, I'll respond back. What do you mean bad review? I had a great year. What are you talking about, right? So you want to wait, okay? And 2 Corinthians 10.5 um, is a good verse to look at for that. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We have, that verse has come up over and over and over again in our youth for about the past month and a half. Okay, it just, we keep coming back to it. Take captive every thought. When we want to think about waiting to respond, that's what it means. It means think about things and then respond. Okay. Next is Lamentations 3.25. How's that going to help us wait to respond? The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Okay? This talks about patience. And also something that's been coming up over the past couple of months is the fruits of the Spirit. Okay? This is, patience is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Really one of the fruits of the Spirit I wish I had. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely working on, on patience. Okay? But the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. So our first step for our review, after our review, was wait to respond. Next, we want to analyze the review. We reviewed ourselves. okay? How did we do this year? How was my year? How, what did I do? Who did I affect? How Christian was I? Well, here's where we look directly at the 2 Corinthians 13, 5 verse. This is, this is what it's telling us to do. Examine yourself. We must look at ourselves to determine where we are spiritually. And then... This is where I use uh, Lucas's A-plus verse, Lamentations 3.40. Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Okay, and so this verse takes us right into step number three, which is meet with your boss. Okay, and so in my work world, meet with my boss is my boss. And here, meet with my boss is God. Okay, I will just say this. Meet with God is never the wrong answer to any question. How about that? It's almost always the right answer to any question. When, you ha when you're thinking about something, what should I do? Get closer to God. Okay? I'm, I'm messed up. What should I do? Meet with God. I, I don't think that's ever the wrong answer. And, and in this case, it's our step number three. And I said I was going to come back to that commentary in our verse... Uh, the commentary that I found. I said that a couple minutes ago. And so in that, in that little commentary it said, to examine yourself in fact is to submit to the examination and scrutiny of Jesus Christ the Lord. And this is never to fix attention on sin, but to fix attention on Christ. Jeremiah 29.13 tells us, you will seek me 
and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Meet with your boss. Meet with God. Focus on Christ. So, and I said that, that step is, to me, is one of the most important, okay? But there's follow-up steps that should be taken, too. So, number four is actually follow-up. Follow-up after your meeting. If I'm at work, I uh, met with my boss, I'm going to follow up with some things, okay? And it's no different here. We are going to, you don't just meet with God once, okay, January 1st. New Year's resolution, met with God. I'll see you again next January 1st when I have another bad review and i got to talk to you again. Don't follow up a year later. Follow up uh, a little bit sooner. But you want, to, um, you want to regularly work out, okay? I'm a, probably you guys know this about me too, I like to play sports and work out and do things, okay? And I just, Steve just invited me to do something a couple days ago. Thank you, Steve. You destroyed my body <laughs> with that workout. <laughs> I've been hobbling around the house for like four days. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Anyway, we got, when, when you work out, your muscle dies, and then it grows back stronger. Okay, I think that actually stops at 42, which is what I'm at right now. But, but prior to that, that's the way it worked. So you need to work out regularly. Follow up regularly. Okay, how do we do that? Well, we talked a couple seconds ago. Most of the kids had a few great ideas, I thought. Read your Bible. That's not a bad idea. Read that Bible. And in Mitch's case, just look at it. <laughs> That's right. Got to start somewhere, man. Amen. Set aside more time to pray. Help others. Be real with God. We talked about that earlier. Be real with God. Follow up regularly by setting a reminder to pray every day. By uh, attending one of our Sunday or Wednesday groups, okay? Or any group at any church. Just get yourself around believers. By opening the book, the Bible, and reading something every day. Now I'll go back to the idea of a reminder. It's okay to use technology to do this, okay? Uh, I have a, um, I have a, uh, a reminder on my phone that comes up. You can use technology. It says pray. Every morning, 8.15, pray. So I try to, as a spiritual discipline, pray every morning. Pray for Nick. Pray for, well, obviously pray for my family, right? Pray for everybody, everyone in the church, okay? You can, you can use these things to help yourself, okay? I use uh, Uversion, which is an app on, on our phone. Our phones and technology have a lot of negatives. I'm not going to lie, okay? Our kids are, they're in them all the time. They take up a lot of our time. They do have some positives. Setting reminders. I'd never be anywhere without reminders. Um, uh, using the, the apps, okay? Use the Uversion app. It will remind you, get you uh, help get you back into the Bible, okay? So, that fourth one was follow up with God. And number five, the fifth step, the final step. Determine 
that you will do better next year. And honestly, this, this holds whether you had a good review or a bad review. If you had a good review this year, you can get better. You can, you can do a little bit better. God wants growth, okay? He wants you to grow. And by doing that, you can get better. And if you had a bad review, you say, hey, I'm going to do better. I'm not going to, you know, compare myself to someone else. It was a bad year. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better next year. Okay? And so there's some verses that will help us there, too. Psalm 119, 59 uh, through 60 tells us, I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statutes. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. And David said to God in Psalms 139, 23 through 24, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And it's just simple. Just make a decision to do better this year. And so we're going to we're going to get into the closing here, and if I could ask the band to come up. Um, I just want to <laughs> remind us, um, when we talked about memes earlier, and do you remember what the original Greek meaning of the word meme was? It was something imitated. Something imitated. What did you say? Self. Self? No, it was actually something imitated. Just something. But, yeah. Um, do I, the question I have for us is, do you want to grow spiritually this year? Do you want to find the best way to be a better follower of Christ this year? Let's strive to be imitators of the only one that can fulfill our desires in, in 2020. Okay? Let's start off the next decade by being an imitator of Christ. Because if we are imitating Christ, we're never going to have another bad review. Okay? We just have reviews, and we're just going to keep working. Things may happen, but when our focus is on Christ, we're not even going to care about that review. Okay? Thank you. Uh, if I could ask the, um, the ushers to come up. And I'm going to pray for this message, and I'm going to pray for the offering. And, um, and then we'll uh, play, uh, play the music. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, Father. We thank you for the past decade. We thank you for all the decades that some of us have been alive, Father. We thank you for this past year and everything that you've done for us, Lord. And um, we ask you to fill us up with your Holy Spirit, Father. It's not easy to make it through the year sometimes. There's a lot of things that are going on around us. There's a lot of pressures on us. Uh, there's a lot of those cultural influences that want to pull us away from you. Away from the message, Father. A message that's one of peace and comfort. 
So at the end of the year, when things have been tough, at the end of the week, when things have been tough, help us come here to our family and be refreshed. Help us be refreshed by you, Father. More of you in our lives. Help us to be imitators of you as we go out into this world, Father. It's not easy. We know we can do it if we just determine, Father, we're going to try to be better. Thank you so much for our church family, everyone here, Father. Thank you for this offering we're about to take, Father. Uh, we just ask you to bless every gift that we've ever received of money, of whatever it is, Father. Help us to be good stewards of that as a church. And just help us to go, be refreshed today, and uh, just go and make an impact uh, in our society, in our neighborhood, wherever it is, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Thank you, Eric. That was great. Please have a seat. I mean, taking a practical, you know, year in from being, you know, in the corporate world and applying it to our life. That is a great practical way for us to look back. I just wanted to highlight a few things on the back of your bulletin. Notice I have to have like reading glasses now. Oh my goodness, what's happening? Oh, I'm like, so anyway, get used to it, right? Um, if you haven't RSVP'd for the uh, thank you dinner that's going to be this Saturday, please do so today. Be sure to mark how many kids and how many adults. This is food-wise, so if your kids can eat like an adult, please mark them as an adult. You know, or if, if your adult likes macaroni and cheese, mark it as a kid. <laughs> so if you could please go ahead and RSVP for that, that would be great. They really need to get a head count um, for the food with that. Next Sunday, um, parents of middle schoolers and high schoolers, Pastor Nick is having a meeting after service to talk about 2020, the youth plan, what's going to be happening, events, everything, answer any questions. So please plan to stay after next Sunday. And then on Wednesday, we are going to have a meeting in the fellowship hall with the elders. If you have any questions, ideas, comments or say hey this is awesome come on out it's a time for you guys to just share um, so wednesday night at 6 30 in the fellowship hall we're going to be starting our g3 also take a look at that um, and then we're starting something brand new we're going to have a mom's group meet in the back building on thursdays this is opened up for moms of kids zero to five it's a time to get together and play and have fun and build relationships because sometimes moms need to talk to another mom. So we're going to provide the uh, location and the environment for that. So this is a great outreach. Invite your friends and neighbors to that. If you have any questions, please see Melissa. She's in the back today. She's not in Kids Town or Planet Heroes. She's right there. So if you have any questions about that. So next week, Pastor Nate will be sharing the word. So Pastor Nate, will you close us in prayer? Thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. Thank you, praise team, Elizabeth. Um, one thing that kind of stood out as I listened to my brother's message here today, 
um, examine yourselves. Um, Eric kept kind of touching back on that, you know, examine yourselves, examine yourselves, examine yourselves. Uh, some of us are not going to be totally thrilled about our reviews, whether you work in ministry full-time or at, at, in a secular job, right? Some of us tend to, you know, maybe be a little bit nervous about having that kind of review. But let me rest, you know, rest assured that your review that you're going to have with God is going to be completely different. Okay? We have reviews for, for specific reasons, so those reasons are so we can check ourselves, so that we are lining up with what Scripture says and what they want us to do, right? And, and you have to understand that the reason why we do that is because God's, uh, what he wants from us is for, to be created in his image, right? To be, to be in his likeness, to be like his son. It's not from a position where he's coming to, you know, he's going to come get you. He wants to see you like his son. He, he loves you. He loves each and every one of us. And so as I'm listening to my brother's message about, you know, this, this check yourself, it's, it's not so that it's an aha moment or a gotcha moment. I caught you doing something wrong. It's to reshape your life so that you, you, can, you can, you know, be like Christ. Um, it's really done out of a heart of love. And so I ask you that this week that you, you kind of take Eric's message, think about what he was saying there. Because, yes, yeah, a lot of our reviews, sometimes we can get a little bit nervous. We can worry about what's, what our boss is going to say. But what I'd like to hear, what I'd like to think for everybody in this church when we cross that finish line is well, well, well done, good and faithful servant. Okay, that we've remained faithful throughout all of what we've had to go through, what he's called us to do, that at the very end, you hear those words. So bow your heads. Father, thank you for the time today uh, that you have set aside for us, Lord, the day that you have created for us. Uh, thank you for my brother Eric's message. Uh, Lord, we just ask that, uh, that that message resonate in our hearts, write that on the tablet of our hearts so that we can go out and engage the community, Lord, as we close out this year, this 2019, uh, in such a way, Lord, that is, is honoring to you. We give you thanks and praises, Lord, for this church, for the, for the church members, the family that we have come to know, love, uh, Lord, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory. It is in your son's name, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, through the power of your spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for leading. Thanks for being with us. That was fun.